You're listening to the We Are Limerick podcast. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt, and join me each week as we meet the people of Limerick who are making it the place it is today. You can keep up to date with all Limerick news by following the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all social media channels or visiting limerickpost.ie. So I'm joined in the studio this week with Kira Perelman, aka Eco Ares. How are you getting on? how are you good did i pronounce your instagram handle properly yeah. i did yeah cool well, so <laughs> it's open to interpretation uh, you've been fairly busy lately kira yeah, just a little bit <laughs> a little bit yeah but uh this project that you're working on at the moment it's kind of uh providing mindfulness and wellness to people through your art could mm-hmm. you tell us a bit about it well i guess i started it because during valentine's day just the valentine's day that just passed I was thinking, I think I was passing the bridge every morning on the way to college. And you know how suicide rates in Limerick is kind of high at the moment, especially. Um, but back then I was thinking not everyone has somebody to look forward to spend the night, not just for Valentine's Day, but in general. But I guess Valentine's Day kind of hypes it up a bit more. Um, so I was thinking maybe if, because I learned how to crochet maybe five years ago. And um so I got more into crochet rather than fashion because I'm studying, well, I'm graduating now um, from fashion and knitwear in LSAD. And um, I was thinking if I crocheted maybe a few love hearts and put them on the bridge, maybe like scatter them around. And then I decided maybe it might be better if I scatter them around town because, you know, not everyone's going to be passing the bridge on the way to work or college or wherever they're off to. So it's kind of like just start sticking them around in random places. So different people rather than like just, people that pass the bridge so yeah <laughs> that's where it all began and uh, where did the crochet come from i know you probably picked it up in college but was it something uh, you always had an interest in no actually it didn't i think as when i was a kid i think my mom or my nana tried to get me into knitting and i think i just i don't know presumed i looked like a chicken or something so maybe <laughs> that's why i kind of like crochet a bit more would you believe i still have a hard time knitting i don't know because it's one-handed as well so i don't know so you're free to do something else while you're... Yeah, I can, like, watch TV or something. That sounds bad. I'm not actually that bad. <laughs> so how is the project going? I know you're a good few days into the current one. It's You're trying to do something out of 100 days of yeah, mindfulness. I'm, yeah, I made myself do 100 days because I was thinking of doing 30 days and then I was like, oh, but there's 30 days and then there's 31 days. So I was like, 100 sounds... Nice good. even number. Yeah. yeah, and 100 sounds like a big number and it's going to make me do it. And it's also good because it pushes me to get out. Like, you know, everyone gets in a slump sometimes. So yeah. like to get out and place different places all the time, whether it's in a coffee shop or passing like a gate or something, just throw it on, boom, done. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't know. I think it's also nice that you don't know who's going to come along and like pick it up and like, even if someone's in the best mood ever, sometimes they still need that extra boost. Exactly. There's always something lingering in the back yeah. of your mind sometimes, you know. Yeah, whether it's like work or just not having a good day. I don't know, the hairdryer blew up or something. Who knows? So do, do you randomly pick your locations then or would you yeah. go out in the day thinking, I'm going to put one here? No, no I've never yeah. had <laughs> I'm kind of like, he's good. <laughs> or like I'll see people and I don't know, sometimes when people are alone, I kind of like... Not necessarily just because you're alone, but I'm like, sometimes when you know the way you're in coffee shops and someone's like, you can overhear conversations like by an accident. And sometimes they just leave it near 
on the way out because you don't know someone might be on the way out of a coffee shop or like a restaurant or something and you know you never know what happens or what's happening in someone's life pretty much <laughs> so so it's kind of like a, a form of a gorilla mindfulness yeah really, exactly <laughs> do you ever hang around to see the people's reactions or i tried to once in sistrine green <laughs> and the moment i picked nobody was coming into no the way. shop so i was like a little stalker <laughs> in the shop that's so. But um, I didn't want to stand right because I put it, do you know the way they have the big wall, like with all the shells of walls? So I was like, okay. But then I was like, maybe I'll blend in. So I made sure it kind of stood out a little bit. And then these people kept walking near it, but then they kept turning around to go back the other. I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I can't look at paintbrushes for half an hour. <laughs> it's like, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and now, I suppose, what kind of way do you think people react or what, what do you hope the reaction would be? Hopefully it's good. I've gotten a few messages and pictures from people with them like because i started off with flowers and then i think it did some butterflies and um then i was thinking oh it's towards halloween so i'll start getting into halloweeny kind of stuff um so i'm doing pumpkins at the moment <laughs> that sometimes might look a little bit like apples <laughs> according to some people um but yeah i'm hoping to like learn how to do like a witch's hat or something i don't know something a bit different and then after halloween because it's still within the 100 days, like maybe Christmassy stuff, just to change it up a bit rather than doing the same thing over and over again. And I guess it's nicer to find different things. And you spend part of your life in the States. So even after Halloween, there's still that kind of autumn feel. Yeah, like so the pumpkin will last a little while. And <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, the first time I came across your work was at Limerick Pride okay there was a big rainbow oh yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, i showed that to one of our journalists working here rose rush she's the arts editor of the okay. page and she was saying that should be included in the permanent collection of like art in limerick how does that make you feel the people Aww. who haven't physically seen your art but have seen your instagram Aww. account oh that's so nice <laughs> it's actually yeah like the whole point of it was like because all that wool and stuff it's out of my own pocket pretty much i'm not getting funded or anything and people are like oh why are you doing that if you're not going to get paid for it and stuff like that and all that jazz and um because at the end of the day like art's supposed to make you feel something really and at the end of the day i don't think even when i went to art college i never wanted to be this big fashion designer working for a big fashion designer and not like in an ignorant way, like it would be amazing to like I've worked with Caroline Mitchell a few times and Ooh. I help her out every so often. And um, she does a lot of knitwear. So. She does a lot of yeah. knitwear, beautiful knitwear. Um, but it was never my plan. And then one day I just sat down and I was like, OK, I like crochet and I could do a bit of it <laughs> abstract, <laughs> maybe. And I just started getting into reading patterns more and getting into doing my own thing and realizing that. I'd rather actually do stuff for people for free and if it makes people feel better and like feel something rather than having my things stuck up in a gallery where only a certain amount of people will see it that are into art maybe or someone wandered in to use a bathroom or something like that I don't know um no I just think it's nicer because you don't know who's going to pick it up it could be like a man down the road or it could be a lady that's really high class you don't know yeah, who yeah. it's going to be it could be someone that's homeless or anything you never know what their background is and it's kind of nice to know not know I get and you. it's nice to also get like some replies saying i found this blah 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 and it's really really nice to see it. especially when little kids find them like, <laughs> well like uh the, the rainbow for pride 
it's probably a form of graffiti really isn't it street art yeah because of where it's placed <laughs> yeah technically i think it was but it's removable graffiti <laughs> exactly yeah with it. um but yeah someone from the council came past <laughs> i was there at four or five in the morning with a step ladder <laughs> and some extra people because it was so heavy they put up oh my god and and putting up things like that do you, do you find yourself doing it out of business hours so people won't see you throwing it up yeah i kind of like when i first did the love hearts because they were so small i was able to do them really quick and i was kind of embarrassed to do not embarrassed but it was out of my comfort zone i guess yeah and uh but the rainbow oh my goodness <laughs> it took a while to go up and um yeah i kind of did it before anything was really open or stuff was only starting to open and um i got co- some comments off the like the restaurant beside where pa- the rainbow Papa was Z, i think so it was called papa's yeah papa's the owner came past and he said that staff were talking about it and stuff like that which is really nice to hear but then it disappeared (laughs) and i don't know where it's gone because i was actually going to collect it again and reuse it or cut it up and use it for something else because you know trying to be good for the environment but i thought it was a lovely addition because i could see people stopping to use it as a a photo frame yeah i thought it was really cute because i was like oh if i make it big enough because i'm supposed to do a small one and then i was like if i make it big enough people can stand underneath it (laughs) And I was trying to make it big enough for taller people because I'm not the tallest person in the world. And was that your biggest project to date? Um, I think so. Physically? Yeah. yeah, I think so at the moment. I'm hoping to go back into that, but I'll have to make sure I do it early. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it has to line up with working really late as well. Yeah, you're you're very busy outside of your, your artwork. I'll always make time for art. <laughs> always. So uh, how was your experience with the art school? Because uh, I've spoken to a lot of people who really enjoyed it, like, you know, especially the textiles side of things. Good. Really busy, yeah. though. I'd imagine so, yeah. Yeah, it's just really, I don't know. I think it's more, um, you're more into it. Not like more into it than the fashion, but like I think because you have to make the material, so you have to make a lot more choices. So every time I go into a museum and they have like textiles, I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 no one can see me doing this. I'm sorry um yeah <laughs> and uh, how were you drawn to fashion as a, a study or is it something that always interested you well i went i always wanted to go to art college and i was i can't draw <laughs> well i can draw a little bit but not it wouldn't be you know like re- really good realistic kind of stuff and all that it wouldn't be any van gogh or anything <laughs> um but i wanted to go into art college but i didn't think i'd be good enough and then i did a year in journalism and radio <laughs> would you believe <laughs> in lcfe and then i think it was an opening day there when i was doing a project and i passed it and i went over to the fashion department stall i guess you can call it and i was talking to her about it so i decided to do a night class and then i started doing i started doing like crochet and knitwear i could not crochet for the life of me <laughs> i swear <laughs> And um, so I just started doing that. And then I made a portfolio over the summer. And um, yeah, I kind of just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you're working on some patterns and stuff. Now, how, how is the pattern? I know pattern patterning is very difficult because you have to get it spot on, really, don't you? How are you finding that? Good, actually. I only recently started, like before I'd open, I don't know, you know, those magazines or anything. Someone just handed me all these magazines. I'm like, just say. <laughs> Like it literally could be a different language. Like I could watch a video before, but uh, now I'm kind of just almost like I've gotten a bit more confident in it so I can like almost freestyle it. 
Cool. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> and uh, so your project focuses around mindfulness and wellness. Yeah, because Did, I think the re- sorry. No, go ahead. Go the on. repetitive motion. Well, the repetitive motion. You have to like be careful at the same time and um, take breaks. But it's the same as like stitching until everything goes wrong. <laughs> but you can undo it. So I think that's why I find crochet easier than knitting. Because when I, I make a mistake in knitting, I'm like, what? <laughs> but like you can just here, take yeah. it out and then you can pull it and then. But it's the same continuous thing and you're sitting down and taking time for yourself and it's usually a quiet space. And even if it's not a quiet space, it's kind of same as reading a book, I guess. Yeah. So you get so lost into Even though lost. like uh, the people who pick up your stuff will probably stop for a minute, pause and actually yeah. look at the thing. And you usually have a little note with your yeah. piece. So, so they get a the time to reflect and that's for their mindfulness and wellness. But you obviously get it as well from doing the work. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, true. Um, yeah (laughs) 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 and then uh, another aspect of your Instagram page is about sustainability and you mentioned reusing the rainbow yeah I was hoping to reuse it you were hoping to reuse it maybe someone took it for a blanket or it could have been a rug at that stage (laughs) it was pretty big Um, but yeah I was hoping to reuse the like there was love heart stuck on it and I was hoping to reuse them for maybe something similar to what I did or stick it on something else and um, either cutting the rainbow up or using parts of it or unwinding some of it um because at the end of the day like i have a load of wool that i have to go through <laughs> i'm trying not to buy any more because at the end of the day to save the environment <laughs> exactly yeah but uh, um, you've studied fashion design and textiles and mm-hmm. fast fashion is a big thing at the moment where yeah. people are trying to combat that and you think if everybody learned how to crochet we could be seeing people walking around in knitwear you know <laughs> yeah that'd be funky actually <laughs> i think about it um yeah i'm just hope like trying not to buy any more stuff like i buy majority of my clothes from charity shops thrift shops vintage shop and they have a lot of wool because a lot of people i think kind of got into knitting or crochet i think it's becoming more of a thing now it's not an old granny kind of stereotypical thing anymore <laughs> i think it's becoming more of a trendy thing to be able to make your own clothes whether that's sewing or crochet and um yeah, I'm just trying to reuse what materials I already have. Like, I have loads of card and sketchbooks and stuff left over from college or extra sketchbooks that I picked up. And so I'm just trying to use those towards my projects rather than go and buy new things and just purchase it. And it also saves money. So. <laughs> it's and a student within. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you said you've tried drawing and stuff and yeah. you weren't the best at it, but you were decent. It's abstract. Yeah, abstract. But uh, how does the artistic expression differ from crocheting to sitting down with a pencil and a sketch pad I don't know like you could bring both in together I guess yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) in in what way well like crochet there is like there is patterns and they're really structured if you want to make I don't know like a jumper you obviously have to follow a pattern you could make a jumper like whatever way you want but I guess you're better off if you're doing a certain size or style or whatever like you're better off following it but for like the street art or like the yarn bomb and stuff that I like I usually do you can be more like free form and kind of be like okay I'll do it this way rather than that way and I think that's what I wanted to branch off from college a bit more because I think a lot of academic stuff is pretty structured yeah and I don't think I'm a structured person <laughs> as you probably hear from this <laughs> and and in terms of the work you do compared to what's taught in college i'd imagine a lot of fashion stuff is based around getting into the fashion industry yeah <laughs> that's what i thought at the beginning 
that I was going to do. I'm going to get this knit machine. I'm going to have a sewing machine. I have a sewing machine. And just do this, like, add stuff to it, make it really pretty, and that you're going to be a fashion designer. But then I was like, there's a lot more to it. Like, if that's what someone wants to do, yeah. good for them. Like, that's, like, I would never speak down towards any of that kind of stuff. But I was thinking, like, how wasteful it is and how it's just like, oh, new outfit, and a new outfit, and a new outfit. And it's not, like, some people can deal with that. I cannot. <laughs> it's, but like, fast, the fashion world, I think, is really wasteful and stressful. There's a lot more than four seasons now. Just, yeah, there's, yeah. like, crazy amounts. Like, there's <laughs> a new trend every week. As you probably, like, see when you're passing pennies, there's something new every day. Yeah. And then, like, all the other shops have something similar. So I think it's just, like, like you can wear stuff, like, over and over again. So. And with the the yarn bombing and uh, the urban art that you do, uh, have you spoken to many of your past lecturers about this, or do they know what you're uh, up to? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't talk about that. Um, well, one of my lecturers did not like it at all because yeah? yarn bombing's been done before. But so have you know people have made jumpers for many years. So I'm just <laughs> um, but, but I think there's different types of uh, the yarn bombing. You see people uh, say knitting around a tree or placing, yeah, you know. But uh, actually pasting it on a wall is kind of... Yeah, that's the only thing. I'm trying to see if I can... Because, like, I use a spray and it's not the most... Like, I only have, like, one can left, I say, Mm -hmm. of that. And so I'll use that up. And, like, it literally come along and tear it down the wall. Just give it a little tug. And, like, so it's not permanent, like, graffiti spray paint, which is also really cool. But (laughs) I haven't done that yet. (laughs) Um, But, like, I'm hoping that I can find something that won't be as like nasty to the environment as well yeah so i'm trying my best small steps <laughs> but um yeah i've seen yarn bombing on like trees and like doing like the bike rails and stuff which i'm hoping to do eventually like maybe not so much trees like unless i'm going to make sure i take it down yeah because apparently the trees don't sound like a real hippy dippy now <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'm a normal person um but yeah um I'm hoping to get back into making more yarn bombing stuff because um, I have a few things that need to go up that's just been <laughs> chilling in my room for a while. How long would you spend making something, say, as big as the, the rainbow that we spoke about? The rainbow took maybe like a week or two. Yeah. Just a straight crochet and many hand cramps <laughs> 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 and many cups of coffee. <laughs> And, th- and then you were talking about the adhesive to hang things up, but obviously the project you're working on at the moment, you don't need the adhesive. Yeah, which is great, because I could just go boop, and there <laughs> you go, bye-bye. Brilliant. And uh, what's, the, what's the plan for after this, or have you even thought that far ahead? After 100 days? Yeah, that? I know. You still have, mm. what, about 70 days left? Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of... <laughs> um, yeah, I'm hoping to maybe do something similar. Or, hmm, I don't know. Do you think an exhibition will ever be on the cards? I don't know if someone will have me, but of me, (laughs) more like, um, but it'd be nice. I like, I don't know. I think it's nicer when you're, um, when art is like, do you know when you pass a wall and you see like spray, like a spray paint, like a wall just full of graffiti, like sometimes it's like a full like painting or it's like paste, you know, like Banksy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the wheat paper pasted on a wall. Yeah, exactly. It just, it's just so different. 
it's a lot more accessible yeah and it's like it's like the world is your oyster kind of gallery yeah. kind of thing cool um, there, there's a few art pieces around Limerick actually yeah because I was hoping there was something beside it but then I'm like oh no it's too nice <laughs> <laughs> I don't want someone to be like oi <laughs> Then uh, I'm from Waterford originally, and we have a the Waterford Walls Festival. I don't know if you've ever heard really? of it. So it's a an international graffiti festival, where Ooh. like I think this year there was thirty something walls painted Ooh. by international graffiti artists. Yeah, I think graffiti has like a bad name for it. Yeah, which is kind of sad because it's sort of like some of the stuff like because urban art sounds a lot nicer. Yeah, doesn't it? urban art. Because <laughs> I think when people think graffiti, they think vandalism. Where it's just like people's names or tags or whatever. But yeah. when I went to Brooklyn and stuff, some of the stuff, like when you're passing the subway, you see these huge pieces of art and then you don't know who made them, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> well, you'll see a tag with the name, but yeah, you won't know the they, face. You know, yeah, which thing, is kind of yeah. cool, I think. Um, but like it kind of makes you like stop and like appreciate it. Because I think when you go into a gallery, you're kind of like, oh, I'm going to go see art. I think it's more unexpected, like nice. <laughs> Is there anyone else around Limerick that kind of has the the love for yarn that you have? Is there a little community of uh, yarn bombers around or anything? I'm not too sure. I've never looked. Because like, we'll say like uh, the graffiti and stuff like that, there probably would be a community around. Actually, see a lot of different tags around. I think there's like yarn groups um, that meet up. Um, they do crocheting and knitting and spinning, I think. But I've never actually, I was supposed They've to. They've never taken to the streets though, have they? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? That sounds really dramatic. <laughs> to the streets. Okay, yeah. Kira, so uh, how can people keep up to date with your project? Well, my Instagram is EcoAris, and I have a Facebook page, but I'm not as, well, active. I'm nearly as active, hopefully, <laughs> as my Instagram, but Instagram just seems to be easier to put posts up for pictures and stuff. Yeah, so. E C O E O R E S S. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Perfect. Uh, Kira, thanks very much for joining us on this week's podcast. Thank you. And best of luck with everything. Thanks very much. You've been listening to the We Are Limerick podcast. For more podcasts, visit limerickpost.ie forward slash podcasts. And you can keep up to date with all Limerick news by following the hashtag keeping Limerick posted across all social media channels. <laughs>